Hello and welcome to the season premiere of the Magic Hour Show, number 132 for August the 11th, 2020. I'm your host, Eugene Hua. Joining me today is Mikey Rollins and Ryan Thompson. Hey, guys. Yeah, it's been Yay. so long. You might as well just call the last one we did the season finale, and this is the premiere of season two. <laughs> season two. <laughs> I, I, think I like how is, we have 131 episodes in season one. That's right. It's like Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> and this is now uh, Shippuden, so we've yeah, yeah. skipped forward that's right. 15 years, all, which is what 2020 teenagers. is. We're teenagers now. Yeah. Uh, no, what? I don't know. Is Shippuden when they're grown-ups? Kind of grown-ups? Uh, they're they're like older teenagers, I older feel like. teenagers, yeah, yeah. They can drive now. Yeah, they could drive their ninja cars. Right. Yeah. My mm-hmm. my oldest is driving around. Oh. She has her test on August 25th for the road test. Road test number one, because in Ontario we do two road tests. Um, but so that, this that's, one that's is... That's good. That's good. Yeah, it's good. So this one is the road test, <laughs> the first road test that's just, uh, that doesn't do the highway stuff. So it tests everything else. The second road test tests highway stuff. Um, so okay. it's been fun. I've been taking her out to practice a lot. Uh, parking, parallel parking is probably the most challenging thing right now. So it's we're always the most that. challenging thing. Always doing that every day until she gets it. <laughs> there you go. It's challenging. I mean, like, it's challenging for me sometimes still. So, like, it's not like, you know, it's super easy. Some spaces I couldn't are really parallel tight. Park good and, yeah, you know, so. it's it's weird. I couldn't parallel park good until they started putting cameras in cars. Right. So oh, now man. I'm like, and we don't have that. So oh, it's hard. Let me tell you, my uh, mother-in-law got an Audi with an amazing camera, and and I had to back it into our garage because I was I've got a tight. It's a tight fit. It's it's this big honking vehicle. Yeah. So I backed it in, and I'm I'm using that camera. And I looked right at her. I'm hollering across out the window. I have played, this is like Euro Truck Simulator in real life because the, the camera stitches together images for the yeah. to give you a top-down view, and right. it's just amazing. Like, right. This is I awesome. Think, yeah, next car will have to have that. It'll probably be mandatory, right? Like, at least. I think the rear yeah. camera is now mandatory after, I think, 2014 models or something. And they are becoming more standard. So. They're fun. I, I, yeah. Of course, yeah. I, though, I don't know how to use a... Uh, a rear view <laughs> backup mirror anymore, but I, I use those yeah. cameras. I'm, yeah, I'm proficient with those. Camera, yeah. yeah, that's right. Video game skills in real life. That's right. What I, what I really miss is Honda had for a, a while, they discontinued it in, I think, 2018, but they had this lane watch camera on the right-hand side. They'd have, when you turn your blinker on, it'd have a three-lane over camera that would then show you Ooh. everything over and i was like i got so used to it that like when i got my my leaf when i traded when i turned in my uh lease uh i turned on my blinker and i almost didn't look because i just gotten so used to just like <laughs> look over at the the infotainment center see if there's anybody next to me and i looked there and i was like yep listen to a podcast i can move over and i'm like wait no, no i didn't look and see if there was a car there yeah yeah we've yeah. got that we've got that we were the year before they discontinued them and it's 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 a camera for your for like your for your right turn signal, right? Because yep. your your left is just a look to the left, but the look to the mm-hmm. right's a little a little more of a distant. That's so look, fancy, so right there. you guys. Yeah, yeah, so fancy. Well, get a get a twenty seventeen Civic, and you'll have all the cameras. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. 
All right. Well, until that day comes, I'll have to make do with virtual racing and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but anyway. you can apply those yeah. skills to real life. Virtual. I, yeah, I, I can. Street Actually, races. There, you know, there are there. You know, I, I we can talk. We can talk about esports and e racing and uh, all that stuff if you want, because a lot of. Uh, Drivers moved from virtual to real, and and real to virtual too. They actually the real race drivers practice on their virtual rigs at home. So it's kind of kind of pretty cool transfer maybe. of skills, right? That yeah, the realism right? is yeah. enough that it's, you can. It's close enough. It's close. I mean, the G forces are not there, and that's what the race real race drivers will tell you. Like obviously the the real G forces of an F one car are not there in you know in the simulator, but. Uh, Technique-wise, can transfer. Anywho, nobody wants to hear about that. Let's talk about what we've been playing. And uh, Ryan, why don't you go first? Yeah, so if, if we can transfer real-life skills uh, over from video games, then I am ready for space travel. I'm mm-hmm. going to be an astronaut. Uh, this has been a summer <laughs> of space uh, in our in our season finale, I Summer talked about how I started. <laughs> That's a good one. You got to add reverb to that. Yeah, I started I Elite Dangerous and then dropped it because it was so complicated. And well, then I picked it back up after um, I had some control issues with my truck simulator, and I got in to Elite Dangerous. And it's been um, I I put in a uh, you know hundred hours behind the flight stick in in that. Um, now, do you use a flight stick? Like you actually have a no? I use or a controller. I use controllers. Yeah. Okay. I use both the Nintendo Switch controller and the Steam controller. Okay. Um, depending on what's closest at hand, the Steam controller is nice because with the paddles you can have uh, those assigned to like your your uh, your left and right kind of glide moves. What do they call Breaking that? Breaking out the or... Steam controller, nice. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've used the Steam Link with it. Uh, he's pulling out all these wow. all these fancy hardware pieces. Amazing and, and what just, happens when you're stuck at home. I can't imagine what 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 elites like in VR because just the with just on the big TV with the surround sound, the 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 base of the thrusters just thundering through the house. It's amazing. Uh, I want to get one of these projectors that like projects the galaxy of stars on your wall and and when i'm doing that turn off all the lights and shoot that <laughs> <laughs> that'll be my That'd it's not vr really cool. it's uh That's what my cool. augmented holodeck. reality space yes yeah. my, hol- my holodeck space um but on top of elite uh, elite pairs really well with no man's sky um which i picked up on the steam summer sale in june and i i, I understand the game had some content that maybe was a letdown that people or was lacking things that people thought should have been there at launch but four years later I mean this feels like if I didn't have you know 300 other games I eventually want to check out this really does feel like one of those games you could just say alright I'm going to sink a thousand hours in this I'm going to be totally okay with it because the exploration is really nifty learning alien languages with uh, using the what you, what you call it these these tablets you find throughout the world is addicting it's like i just want to learn all the words i want to learn all of them all of them and um you can you're encouraged by the npcs you encounter in the game to just sort of find your own flow and you don't have to go to the sto- follow a story there is a story you don't have to explore if you don't want to but find your own flow and and, and my flow is we'll find a planet i like build a base on it and maybe do a quest or two and uh find a new ship crash landed on the planet bring it back to life 
maybe scrap it, earn some money, and you know, find an abandoned freighter. They're ghost freighters now. They're like you know, dead space ghost freighters that you come across. It's it's really solid. And Mikey, you were you were on board at launch, weren't you? Yep. If I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, I played uh, probably like 30, 40 hours at launch. I've actually started a new save. Uh, it's on Xbox Game Pass, but I haven't uh, gone deep since no, you'll is, hear about it, my, my deep gathering. It, it is cross-play, and it is very easy. I was able to do that with uh, a friend from our, our gamer parent community, and it is as simple as it could be to find... Uh, no Man's Sky friend and and link up across platforms. So uh, we should do that. We should do that. Okay. And, yeah, we can do know, that. And I, I I got and beat Borderlands three as well uh, with one character. So there's you know two hundred hours more worth of character f- loot and shooting fun to be had. I really enjoyed the satirical story of the worship culture of hyped streamers. Uh, you know, Twitch streamers. I, I enjoyed it. It got some flack, but I thought it was actually like, oh yeah, the cult of personality around these people. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of tongue-in-cheek stuff there, aimed at that uh, a- a- avenue of fame, I suppose. I, I, I got a couple good chuckles, more than a couple good chuckles. Uh, Neoverse is a, I guess you'd call it like sci-fi ninja slay the spire game and slay the spire of course is the card game that's so amazingly good it's a card game roadbike dungeon crawlery thing where you play cards for attacks neoverse is basically that but with a a sci-fi skin on it and it's and it's and it's pretty darn good and you keep your defense throughout the turn so like as you build up armor those stay with you you have i think some more flexibility in how you proceed through the game you pick rewards for certain criteria that you meet as you play through a game so there's a little more flexibility you don't feel necessarily as pinned in Um, i haven't had too many situations where i'm like oh no i picked the wrong card and the wrong relic or artifact to power me up and now this run is borked there does seem to be more ways out uh, but that's part of the charm of slay the spire it's a it's it's a fu- it's a fine game i'm enjoying it it's just a fun little casual sit down and play other than that i've had a mild case of backlog exploration i'm sort of just clicking on games in steam i've never played checking them out and going oh i want to come back to this or oh i'm never going to play this again you know uh, so, and that's a fun thing to do every now and then i found a, a couple gems and in metroidvanias and and roguelikes and i'm just you know just in, in enjoying what i can do with uh with with this ga- these games and the time that we have left and uh yeah that's that's it's a list but it's been fun it's been fun cool mm-hmm. and you're enjoying still enjoying your uh new gaming laptop oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the No Man's Sky, Borderlands Three; those are two games I didn't think I'd be necessarily playing for a long time. So uh, I'm very uh, because I couldn't run no, that. Run, no Man's Sky was the wall of what I could run on the uh, glorious workstation that I'm using to record right now. It, right, it just right. would not would not load. So yeah. very grateful for the for the opportunity to enjoy these things. Party time! Cool, Mikey. Awesome. Your turn. Share with yeah, us. Yeah, so I'm gonna. So l- let me let me share with you. So I went down a rabbit hole of Pillars of Eternity. Oh yeah. I uh, it, it's one of those games I've been putting off for a while, and I was like, mm, it's like I'll come back to this. This is you know, a D and D like old school, you know, CRPG. Is that what they call these? I can't. Oh remember. yeah, it it uh, is Baldur's Gate 
embodied, right? Like, yeah, good stuff. I mean, basically, this is this on paper would have been Baldur's Gate three before they announced Baldur's Gate three. Um, yeah, I've put in a lot of time into that game, so much time that I've actually figured out that I could break it at one point, and now all my characters are stuck in walls occasionally, but. Um, <laughs> I've really, really, really enjoyed this game. It's, it's really simple on the surface. Like, and the story, it's, um, you know, obviously we gotta like kind of talk a little bit about the history of it. So it's, it's a Kickstarter game originally. Uh, it's made by Obsidian, who has well-known chops for making really great story-wise games, but usually uh, performance-deficient games. Um, so it, it kind of goes along with those obsidian roots but uh it's it's really good i'm actually shocked how good it is it's like uh combat's fun and like i i've had a hard time going back and playing like Baldur's gate like complete edition or even like a ice wendell uh but this one bit me pretty hard and i played a lot of it um I'm playing it on Xbox it's on game pass so really easy barrier to entry I didn't have to buy it uh, and I think I played 25 hours of it hmm. um, I'm I, actually at the end and I decided to start playing upgrade your dom- is it domain keep I can't remember what they called it you're like you early on you inherit a castle and it was uh, like build a keep upgrade this build a chapel build a shop, do all these different things. And uh, I went deep on that and it's it's been lots of fun. But Have you gotten to the point where your claim on your property is challenged and you have to man, I, defend? I beat that guy down so hard. Um, he is a no more. And uh, yeah, no, I got to that point. Uh, I'm at the point where I have crossed uh, to the other side of the continent and I have gone to the burial island and that is where I keep having people get stuck randomly into walls, which is why I started playing The Witcher 3. Um, I figured, you know, I bounced pretty hard on The Witcher. I don't know why. Like, I've played all three Witcher games, like, at least for two to three hours each. And every time I'm just like, this is cool. I'm going to come back to this. This is cool. And then I come back to it. I'm like, mm, it's not the right time. Well, it seems it's The Witcher 3's right time. Um, so I finished the... Uh, Griffin Hunt like a couple of days ago and uh, yeah I think I'm going to keep going on this I'm going to toss a coin to this Witcher and keep going um, nice. I didn't put it on here but I got really big into Frostpunk did anybody play Pro- Frostpunk? I've got it I've got it as okay. part of my Steam exploration it I have backlog might be my favorite game of the summer it was basically since we recorded the la- the season finale and this show, okay. I played maybe 20 games of that. Uh, and I have a game that I just walked away from because I'm in like day 45 and everybody's dying and I don't have enough coal to keep the village warm. And I don't want to restart because that's like, I feel like I can fix it, but I also don't want to keep playing it because I'm failing so bad. Um, but that game is amazing. I... I just turned it on for fun. Like, you know how you can like click into the backlog and Xbox Game Pass has like a lot of stuff on it. So I'm just like, oh, maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try that. And I just was like, oh, I hear everybody talk about how great this game is. Like, ah, it's probably not something I can get into. And then I went hard on that thing. 
like I sat there one night after work and like it's like 1 a.m. and I have a call at like 8 a.m. central time so it's like and I'm still like mm, I can finish this I can fix this <laughs> so I'd recommend it it's real good it's like I I heard you mention Ricky like days 20 days is it, is it like a roguelike where you die and then come back or is it at one day at a time like a linear uh it, it's uh that's a good question it's it's not like a ro- roguelike in the sense that you have a scenario that you're playing through um there's beats that happen but it's uh it's like sim city so you're you're like a, a manager of this po- post-apocalyptic world you have to build certain things you have to collect resources you have people who start uh you know, if you don't build enough infirmaries, uh, you have people who start getting frostbite. Or if you don't have enough heaters, you know, they get frostbite. And then you're like, oh, do I amputate? And then you're like, well, if I amputate, like, you know, they can't work. Or you make care homes for them, and then they're just their burden on society. So you have to start making these decisions. Wow. This game has some real deep, real weird, uh, well, not, not real weird, but it's like some choices you have to make like do i want to have child labor it's like yeah we'll do child oh. labor and then you're oh like my. and then the upgrade from that is like oh well, we'll only have them do safe jobs <laughs> oh okay so and you it, start at the worst of society and you slowly can build back towards it's a slippery right, we, slope we're doing Mikey. all right now slippery, it's a slippery slope, slope. The, so I'm, got, I'm not spoiling anything when you get to a certain point in the game because each rule that you put in is called a law once you get to a point, you can actually like choose two ways to go. So you can either go religion. I forget how what they called it. I think it was like uh, basically it's like religion, and then you have order, which basically being like a Nazi. <laughs> so you can basically choose those two ways to go at one point. And the first time I went through it, and I was we did the religious route, and I didn't get anywhere. And it just like everyone just seemed like they died really fast. The game I have that everybody's dying in, I went the the order route, and like. You basically declare new order, which means that there is no set or discontent anymore. Everyone's either just happy or not so happy. And you, the little infograph pops up, and you're rolling down new red and black banners. And I was like, oh my god, I feel like a terrible person right now. Um, but no one oh, was dying dear. anymore, and I had a robot that mined uh, coal for me, so. Things seem like they're going well. It's, oh, it's wait, real so good. You, you replace children with robots, and then the robots can rebel, and you have to <laughs> I'm just I, make it stuff up. You know, I, I that seems totally reasonable. But I like that you I replace had, the kids I had with the, the option, bots. I really do like that. Yeah. I, I had the option at one point to dismantle the robot to then have extra stuff. Like, there's certain things that you need to, to make certain facilities. Um, I can't remember if it was a wall drill for, like, getting frozen wood or something else that I needed, but if I would have broken down that robot, I would have had some of those, but the robot works, like, 22 hours of a 24-hour day and only feeds off of the energy that you're pre- reproducing. And so I was like, hmm, if I have them mine coal at, like, a 70%, that's at least, you know, that's good. And uh, that's what I had him do. It's real good. You should do it. And it's something you can sit down and you can play. Your first that's... game will probably last about an hour or two. Okay. Okay. Frostpunk. And then you'll... All right. I'll do... Yeah, Frostpunk. Go ahead and install that. Check so that try out. it out. And that's it. I've been basically just doing the nerdiest of nerdy things in quarantine. <laughs> now that I beat Animal Crossing, you know. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um... Once, you, once, you, once you get to your where you're changing the... 
able to what you you can change your um what is it you can adjust every day you can change something for free every day right when you that's your that's, you, that's when you win the game i mean i considered winning the game when you go in and you have more money than you know what like, to what's do the with the game winner <laughs> what's that you finally beat tom nook when yeah you beat finally tom beat nook. tom nook you beat him at his own game he's exactly. renting from I've, you I've destroyed capitalism in the Animal Crossing island. So I was like, all right, I got a million bells in the bank and we've redesigned the island four times and it's been five star. I'm going to retire. And I retired by deleting myself off the island. Oh, there nice. You, <laughs> you just said you're done. Adios. Somebody else can take this now. <laughs> yep. I went swimming for the first time, did a little swimming stuff, and I was like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. So, yeah, it's you can yeah. customize your house once a day for exactly. free when you've yep. beaten the game. That's that's how you know you've won. That's cool. Yeah, when you've paid off your loan. Yeah. My Switch like is eating. in the shop, so I've fallen off. Mm. Okay, Mikey. My, my Switch is in the shop being fixed, so I haven't visited my island. They're going to think I've abandoned them and hate me. Yeah, probably not. Do they still do that so thing? Eugene, what have you been we playing? haven't seen you oh. in a while. How are you? We thought you were dead. They They're going to put well, in a gravestone for you. You must have gone on some expedition. You were gone for two days. Alrighty. Um, Mikey, that's that would be all dark. your games. Um, okay, I'm going to yeah. talk. Uh, well, I've been playing NBA 2K20. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of at the, the end now of that game. Good thing, too, because the next one's coming out in September. Um, but... Yeah, uh, you know, I've, I've reached 99 on my my career player. I basically just use that player to grind for virtual coins so I can buy card packs in the My Team uh, portion of the game, uh, which is fine. I enjoy, it's all fun. Like, I really enjoy it. Um, the I've been saving the My GM, My League part for last so I figure it's probably time to dive into that now. And like I can I can either do like be the GM for a team for like a couple seasons, or I can do like I can be a GM in like the beginning of the league. So like do like a 60 year like from the beginning of the basketball association till now kind of thing. Ooh. And I might try that because I've never tried that one before in previous that'll last you another three years you no no i'll get it done i can simulate entire seasons in one click like it's not like (laughs) i have to play every single game um so that might be fun i'm gonna try that out um so that's nba i am looking forward to the next release i will probably get it on day one because i'm a sports gamer now games man i'm a sports gamer now i just i just gotta come to grips with what i am and this is me so I mean, I, why wait? I'm just gonna get it. Yep. Um, but I have also been playing Civ Six with you, Ryan, oh, and yeah. another yes, uh, I one have of been our community, um, RG Ninja. Uh, we've been playing a multiplayer game by Cloud, which is um, uh, slow but manageable. <laughs> it's fine. It's not it like, works really well when you remember to take your turn or yeah, aren't moving your computer around the house for whatever reason. You know, I think like chess by mail would probably have been faster than <laughs> what we're doing 
because we just take we like sometimes we forget and then it's a, a couple days because I moved my computer somewhere and I couldn't play. But anyway, it's cool. We take a turn and then it's someone else's turn and we have to tell them and then they log on and then they play, take their turn and then the next person right, goes. Right now we're just three of us and like yeah, I would love yeah. to get more people involved whenever we finish this game. Because it is it is really low stress though. Like it's oh, just yeah. okay, I remember to log in and fire it up. Yeah, so speaking of uh, religion, Mikey, I'm, I'm going for, a, a, I think, I don't want to tip my hat or like, my strategy, but I'm going for a religious victory, I think, because I already converted RG Ninja's entire, all of his cities to my religion. So, oh, geez. <laughs> there you go. So I'm like, hmm. So now I'm, I'm, uh, building the, the units that, so like Civ has three religious units. They have got missionary, which just goes to the place and then spreads the religion. They've got the Apostle, which is a higher-powered unit, which can do the same thing as the Missionary, but it can also like add bonuses to your religion. And then they've got the Guru, which is actually like a healing unit, right? And you need a healing unit because you can send your Apostles to fight other missionaries of different religions and other Apostles and kill them and take their units off the map, and then your Guru can heal you. So I'm, I'm going to do like a religious war. That, that should be fun. Well, you will have no problem taking me down. I mean, you could give me literally <laughs> no. all of your intel, and I'm done. Do you know what the Ow. problem is, though? I can't get to you yet because you're on a different continent, and I can't sail across the wide ocean yet. I can only sail well, along good. the coast. Because so I, I need to if do we were like all more on the research. same continent. I'd have been eliminated so you're safe. tons ago. You're safe for now. Yeah, for now. But, it's coming. So you know what I'm going to do, so you can prepare. See, I'm yeah, telling the thing you is with everything. Civ, I don't know how to prepare. Um, <laughs> no, no matter how much Civ I play, I never quite really play enough to honestly figure it out. So I just mm. do the things and see what happens. Yeah, well, that's that's good. Well, that's how you learn the game. So yeah, it's it's all fun. It's good. Um, I've been playing a couple other things. I dived into or back into Elder Scrolls Online for like a couple hours. It's kind of fun. Like, I mean, there's. It's the kind of thing like it's that kind of daily grind kind of thing. You go in, there's like dungeons to do, and I'm not at that level where I can do anything with anybody yet. But I picked up a few cool pieces of gear, and and I kind of had fun with it for a while. But I haven't gone back to it, so we'll see. Uh, I also played Little Nightmares for an hour. Just, yeah, tell uh, me about that because I see that's so, my next uh, yeah humble it, choice game coming my way. Okay. Um, it's a uh, lot of kids seem to like that game. Your kids would not like that game. No, no, not my kids. But I, I, I feel like I, no, it's no, never mind. I'm sorry. It's something with my neighbor that the kids like these days. Yeah, something little nightmares is kind of scary. I don't think they. Would yeah, like no, I, I, I things are chasing you, and and uh, you. It's very dark, and you have a flashlight, but you know how it is when you have a flashlight. You can only see a little area, and you can't see the rest of the room. Um, black goo comes and kills you all the time and and everything's black and white like it's it's a spooky game i like it uh it's like a side scrolling kind of thing yeah, yeah i'm definitely thinking of hello neighbor like was the game i was looking at uh, thinking about so uh, forgive me okay yeah no but it's uh it's really atmospheric i love the art style um i hopefully i can get back to that at some point um and i also played a little bit of steamworld quest Hand of Gilgamesh, which is a card game, card battling game. Yeah, looks like my jam, my man. 
Yeah, it's pretty it's fun. It's like my jam. Um, so, you know, it's SteamWorld, kind of, you know, the image and form those guys um, doing their thing um, with a card game. So, yeah, it's fun. I enjoyed it. Um, and that's all I've been playing. Is that on Stadia? It is. It was. Yeah. It's all, it's everywhere, but I, I ended up, because I uh, signed up for a free month of Pro, because that's the promotion going on right now um, for Stadia, and I had access to like 20 of these games. So Elder Scrolls Online was part of the Pro thing, Little Nightmares, and Steam World Quest. I played those all on Stadia. Cool. cool. And, yes, I yeah. uh, actually did load up um, Steam World Quest on Stadia myself, so that's yep. where I'll be checking that out, because yep. I got a promotion too. Hey, hey. Team Stadia. Which is a perfect segue. Yeah, it is it a perfect is, segue. It is. Because it seemed like a good time. What's been happening? I don't know. We we haven't had a show since May. So the E3 stuff, like the virtual E3, all those videos came out. Um, I don't... Nothing really stuck out to me. I mean, there's a lot of gameplay stuff. People are excited about certain games. I don't... Nothing really caught my attention. No? Now in well, August, I, I can't remember. I really anything appreciated that, that our Discord. Somebody was always posting when an event was happening. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe I'll yeah. try to watch that. And then, I'm like, <laughs> well, no, I'm rather working from home right now. I've got a meeting, yeah. or I did the kids watch, are going crazy. I did watch it never some happened. of them, but you know, <laughs> I, I was like, eh, whatever. It's just game trailers and people talking about controllers, and I don't know. <laughs> Not <laughs> I my mean, jam. The only thing I saw that was interesting is there was a Avenged, I think is what it was called. It's the Elder Scrolls game in the Pillars of Eternity universe. So I was like, I'm I'm game. Hmm. Cool. I have not heard of that. So so Mikey, oh. it sounds like you've got some real RPG skills co- going that you could translate to the real world. <laughs> yeah. You know, still learn how to cook cook all manner of stews from the things you pick out in the wild and make potions out I mean, of butterfly we- wings. There you go. I mean, do you, do you want to talk about me making stock from like rotisserie chicken carcasses? Because like that's what I've been doing, you know. I'm, re- I'm ready for this end of the world, you know. Uh, rotisserie chicken carcasses. Survival time with with mm-hmm. Mikey Rollins. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So nothing else happened. Let's talk about Stadia then, I guess. Um, yeah. So Ryan, yeah. let's, let's chit chat. Sell me on this, guys. So, Sell me on it, because like okay. I I like the idea of it. I did mm. the initial preview of like the beta to play assassin's creed right odyssey uh, odyssey mm-hmm. i was like i was like which o one was it yeah <laughs> um, yeah so, and i think it's really cool but i the, the so let me let me put my barrier to entry here that I, it, i'm having a hard time with there's no offline mode and when i buy those games they're in the google verse and i've unfortunately been burned by the google verse before by starting something and shutting down things I love, cough, cough, Amen. cough, wave, mm-hmm. and 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 Google Reader. So mm-hmm. the idea of giving them money for them to eventually hurt me is kind of where I'm at. Uh, mm-hmm. I get that. Did you know there's a class action lawsuit that you may be entitled to damages for involving Google Plus? I've gotten like eight of those emails recently. But uh, yeah, I th- I've already signed up for it. I think I'm getting like twelve dollars or something. Hey, hey, did you pay bucks? for? That's did a- you pay for Google Plus? No, I don't know why I'm getting money for it, but I was like, okay, cool. Uh, Okay, okay, that's cool. You know, in America, we just sue people (laughs) in this class occasionally, and then you get money for it. But the problem is there's been damages that I feel like are really worth more than what they're giving me. Mm -hmm. You know, 
like the what what was the credit bureau they got hacked? I forgot oh, which gosh. one. Yeah, like the Experian thing. Yeah. Experian, yeah. Ooh. So, you know, and they're mm. like, "Oh, we're gonna send you twelve dollars, maybe," mm. even though you already have, you know, identity theft insurance. But anyways, mm. yeah, so, Google Stadia, yeah, yeah, okay. Google Stadia. I, I and so here's my my three things I want to know. Eugene, I believe, yeah. currently has an Android device. So I want to know how your mobile experience is, okay. uh, and then. Ryan, I want to hear about your fiber experience in the U.S. because I feel like fiber U.S. versus Canada is also different. Mm. Okay. Um, so let's just backtrack a little bit and tell people what Stadia is in case you don't know. Oh, yeah. It's Google's game offering in the cloud. Um, game streaming, uh, you are basically served a screen of a game, but it's not running on your computer. It's coming through Chrome browser, and it is running on Stadia, or Google's Blade servers in their cloud somewhere. And you just see the game. You can use your controller. You can use the keyboard, mouse, whatever you want to do. You can use their controller if you like. Um, but I've been using my uh, PlayStation DualShock 4 controller plugged in or with Bluetooth works fine. It's all good. I don't notice any latency. Um, and you can buy games for Stadia and play them. You can subscribe to a, and you don't have to, there's no monthly fee for that. It's just, you just purchase the game. Um, and it's normal price or whatever. You can subscribe to pro, be, be a pro subscriber for is it 10 bucks a month in the US? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. And that will get you um, access to their pro library of games, which changes not every month. But right now, there's about 20 games that you could play if you're a pro subscriber for free. Um, but the, the games do rotate out. But once you claim those games to your account, they're yours. You oh wait, okay, you don't okay. Lose all right, them. pause. Sorry. Yeah. Just want to. I'm. I'm. All right, because that was. I'm looking when we 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 first loaded up the trial. We're looking at the games available. Like that's it. Yeah. Like this for. Okay. So, but if so, I claim SteamWorld Quest today. It's yep. on there as long as we are a paid subscriber. Okay. Correct. And if your subscription lapses and you re-subscribe again, which is what I am right now, you those games will still be in your account. As long, but you just okay. can't play them until until you're. It's right. like it's like the PlayStation Plus library of games. All those games that they gave me for free. If I don't renew my PlayStation Plus membership, I can't access those games, right? On my PS4. I can't play them. Mm-hmm. So it's the same kind of thing. Those games are free as long as you're a subscriber. And they can rotate the, the games that are available um, from month to month. Just like PlayStation Plus, like there's only ever two games that they give you each month, right? For PlayStation Plus, if you don't claim them that month, you can't claim them next month because there's an, another set of new games. So it kind of works like that. Um, but once okay. you claim them, even if you don't play them or load them or whatever, they're still associated with your account. You can play them later. Right, so basically, um, just claim every game just in case you want you to. You should. You should definitely yeah, claim okay. every pro game that's available right now um, to your account. Just like or I'm, just like PlayStation Plus, just like PlayStation <laughs> Plus, or just like the Epic Game Store, where I'm just claiming all the games that are free, and then they, I can install them later or play them later or whatever. Exactly. Um, 
hey man, Civ Six. That's how we got Civ Six. Yeah, straight it's up, amazing, like- amazing. Um, so that's Stadia Pro. Uh, Stadia Pro also allows you to play the games in 4K on a Chromecast Ultra. So um, games can be played if you purchase them without Pro in 1080p. If you want to play 4K, the only way to do that currently is to get a Chromecast Ultra hooked up to your TV. And then you can play in 4K. 4K 60 frames per second, I believe. Um, Okay. And they have a nice bundle with their controller and the Chromecast Ultra, which is what they call their Stadia Premier Edition. So you can buy a controller and the Chromecast Ultra in one bundle, and then you can play the Stadia games in 4K on your TV, if you have a 4K TV or 4K display of some kind. And you need to be a pro subscriber in order to, to play 4K. So how has it worked for me? So I don't have a Chromecast Ultra. I don't have the controller. I just signed up for a free pro one month. Um, and I played it on my MacBook. I tried it out on my workstation. And it works pretty well, actually. It might, works much better if you have a wired uh, internet connection, obviously. Um, over Wi-Fi can depend on many factors, right? Even if you have a fast, you know, if I have fast internet at the house, but, you know, 10 people are using my Wi-Fi or whatever. (laughs) It just depends, right? Wi-Fi is what it is. Um, So, but on, whenever I've played on the wired, it's been smooth and it just feels like I'm playing a game on my computer. So uh, pretty cool. So that's me up here in Canada with a uh, fiber to the house. Okay. And did you try the mobile app version? I did. So I tried. So it's a really interesting case scenario. I tried the mobile at my friend's house on his Wi-Fi. Um, so I don't know. It, it's not his. His Wi-Fi is like normal people Wi-Fi. So it's like fifty down. <laughs> you know, one up or something like that. And I tried Grid, the racing game. Mm -hmm. Um, And the visuals that it delivered to my phone were, were like, stunning. Um, I couldn't really control it very well because I didn't have a controller, so I was just using the, like, touchscreen joystick buttons that they overlaid on it and it was a disaster um <laughs> but i mean it it was fine it wasn't uh, like i don't know if it's his internet or my phone because my phone is not the fastest either so it was a little bit like jerky but uh, i'm sure maybe at my house and with a newer android like my phone is like two years old now so with a newer so eugene android the phone, mobile experience is only available on androids and Currently, I'm curious yes. how a game like um, SteamWorld Quest would mm-hmm. runs. I mean, I, I can imagine yeah. a, a real, like a real fast-paced game being challenging, but yeah, maybe something a little slower. Yeah, and it currently uh, now on Android, you can use uh, f- like your your mobile data too, like 4G. So it will work over 4G and 5G now. So you could play anywhere really. You don't even have to have Wi-Fi. Um, if you have unlimited data, which, which I, I do, which so you might keep yeah. talking. So, <laughs> so it is not currently available on iOS, um, and it appears to 
be because Apple. Uh, this actually recently came to light. Um, yeah, because of the X Cloud thing too. That Apple is having um, philosophical issues with uh, gaming software that loads other games inside of it um, on yeah. its platform. So something about ratings or something. Well, there's blah, that, blah, blah, blah. and then there's also the fact that it can inject software in between. Right. Yeah. So, like, I when I was reading the deeper article, I was like, okay, I get, I get the perspective because I'm in the other camp where I have Xbox Game Pass mm-hmm. and I pay for Game Pass Ultimate. So, Game Pass Ultimate does include X Cloud streaming, which they already rolled out for Android. Yep. Uh, and yeah, I was a little bummed, but I, I saw their perspective on. It. I was like, okay, yeah. that's that's kind of crappy. Have you but... seen the little clips that they make for like controllers? And so you can clip your phone right to your controller, and oh it's yeah, like a little I have one. It's like a switch. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. it, 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 when it you know it, it will work fine. I think um, I, I don't think you know I don't think there'd be any issues aside from you know Apple changing their policy. Um, so that's that part's cool. I mean, I, I'm so here's where I'm at with it. Like basically, I'm happy with the the month demo that I had to try it out. I'm going to purchase PGA. Because now I'm a sports gamer, so I'm going to purchase PGA 2K 21 when it comes out end of August, and um, see how it goes. And if it goes well, a couple weeks later, I will probably get NBA 2K for Stadia as well. Um, here's cool. my rationale: like I, we're at the stage where new consoles are coming in the fall or Christmas time or whatever. Um, but I'm probably not going to get one. But also, my computers are either a Mac or the gaming PC that I have is now like I think six or seven years old. It's quite old, and I'm surprised that it still runs the racing game that I play. But it does. But anything else, it's like eh, it's kind of pushing it. And I don't really want to buy a new graphics card. I, I don't. Really, like if I can just play the game through the Chrome browser, which any of the devices that I have will happily do, maybe I don't need a new console. Maybe I don't need a new graphics card. That's my thinking. And I can just spend that money on like games. There you go. That's a good <laughs> point. Like I don't like every, I don't even need the like I don't need the Chromecast Ultra. I don't have a 4K dev- display. And the controller, you know, whatever I can use a use my controllers. Yeah, you can so, already use what you have. And yeah, it's so that's where I'm at with the Baird. So, okay, that's cool. Ryan, what's your my hot take? Well, over here, I was a I was a pretty uh, not vocal. I wasn't like angry internet guy, but I do have issues with not issues, but I have concerns over this shift to just everything being sort of this disposable subscription model. And it's like, I feel like my games on steam. Well, I, they're there. They are things that I can come to when like, Oh, you know what? I'm in this kind of mood today. Like maybe I'm in RPG mood after this and I go download pillars of eternity. It's there. I might stick with it. I might not, but if it's this like rotating buffet, it's kind of like Netflix. You know, you start a show, you watch a season, and then go, eh, I'm done with it, whatever, and you just toss it aside. It, whatever. I mean, everybody consumes content in a different way, and it, whatever works for you works for you. Um, I also don't like that when you buy a game, once you stop subscribing, you've spent 60 bucks on something that just goes away into the ether. 
you get it back if you resubscribe. So I get it. You're paying for the virtual machine, Mikey, is what I'm, I'm I believe you called it. You pay for that virtual machine. Well, you're talking so, about the and, and, and remember, you, you, you can still, you still play keep games it unless you purchase, just not the free pro ones that you don't purchase those. Or play it in 4K if that's what right, you want. But yeah, you still have access to it. Yeah. Like so if it, I buy PGA, bigger, if you don't I buy need to PGA subscribe to buy a for, game. Is I'm going to pay. I, eight, I'm going to pay seventy dollars to to buy PGA or whatever. Right. And then mm-hmm. I I can play that. I don't have to subscribe to play that game. You don't. Okay. Well, thank you for correcting me because this is listen, I'm, uh, this is all very new to me and very unexpected. I was not intending in any way to get involved in the Stadia world. But we cut our cable. We cut our cable. We got rid of our landline. We only have the fiber optic now. So whoop whoop feels so darn good. And um, you know, Verizon doesn't sponsor our show, and I do not like to bow to corporate <laughs> overlords. But it was a far easier phone call and I have to at least you know say you know I'm appreciative of that it was a far far easier phone call than I could have expected it would be it was it literally boiled down to hey the bill just went up we don't use our phone and we don't watch the television anymore can we just have internet I see what the specials are for new subscribers we've been three years he's like oh yeah whatever let's just do that let's just get what nice (laughs) okay cool so (laughs) okay (laughs) We we got it down, and it's we got rid of the phones, which were just sitting on our shelves doing nothing. So, you know, that's that feels really freeing. I'm not, even, gosh, I feel so freeing to not have the TV stuff. To anyway, that's neither here or there. We so we do that, and then a couple, you know, twenty thirty minutes later, we my, my wife sees the email that, hey, did you know we get like this free Stadia trial for three months? I was like. No, nobody mentioned that. It's like, yeah, apparently with Verizon, uh, you get three months of Stadia Pro and the Stadia Premier Edition stuff. So today the Chromecast, I guess it's an Ultra, arrived at the house. The controller arrived at the house. That's a hefty controller, and it feels better than it looks. I got to give it that. It feels a lot better than it looks. Um, It doesn't look too bad. The orange and white kind of cool colors. Yeah, but... And... um, I mean, I pulled up Hand of Gilgamesh on the. It was easy to set up. You plug the Chromecast in, you put in your Wi-Fi, and there, that's it, right, Eugene? I mean, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I pulled up Hand of Gilgamesh. Click on the game, and it it starts. Like at the first, it looks like just this picture that you pick on the screen. It's like you're you know you're yeah. tapping a, a a JPEG, but then that JPEG comes to life. It's like oh, I'm playing the game now, and it is. It was darn near instantaneous. Like, yeah. I was impressed with that. And then my wife pulled up Panzer Dragoon. And that's a, a, a game on what's that PS4 and and the X or it may be on the yeah. Switch. I don't know what it's on, but it's the Panzer Dragoon remake, and it looked fabulous and ran uh, ran at that 60 FPS. Man, it was all the frames on the TV looked amazing. I was I was very satisfied that it at least really performed as advertised here. So, will we stay subscribed? Honestly. Uh, we know that we're on day one of actually using it, so <laughs> we'll see, I can't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not able to really totally. I can't say that yet. But we've we've got three months to make that choice, and you know we got a we get a Chromecast out of the deal no matter what. <laughs> um, That's right, and a controller. I do Chromecast think, like, and a controller. I think we're. Yep. Yeah. So you could. And yeah, where I mean, it comes from see, for like and, I think uh, yeah. my wife. Mm. Pro, pro, uh, she, uh, you know, we're not. We don't have those new consoles, and we're not going to get them. So it's yeah. sort of this. Now it it could be this, you know, everlasting console thing, right? And mm-hmm. 
I, I kind of like that idea yeah. now that I'm I mean, seeing it in practice. Yeah, it, it's cool. Like, and, you know, Google promises to constantly up, like they'll constantly upgrade their servers, right? So, well, as Mikey you know, said, they promise a lot of things. They do. And then they so, break your like, heart. Maybe ray tracing will come, maybe other things, you know, in the future, future technologies, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the, the, I think, like, I think that there might be the chance somewhere in the when, future yeah. f- Go ahead. for me to play like Final Fantasy VII Remake with, without having to buy the full game. And I can just fire it up on that. I mean, I don't know if that can, but like these things that I see yeah. at E3 that I drooled over, but you know, it, it, for yeah. me, the, the reality of playing them seemed slim. Well, that's pretty cool to go, okay, all right, fire that up. Let's do yep. it. Yeah, I like the instant on thing. That's pretty crazy. Like you don't install anything, you just click it and it lo- <laughs> it just launches. It doesn't even load anything. Just there you yep. go. You're playing. So it's like it's amazing. Playing a YouTube video. Yeah. Or like so here here's the thing too. Like I, I don't have space on some of my like I don't have space on my MacBook to install Elder Scrolls online, which is like sixty gigs or something, right? Uh but it's a big with Stadia, I just clicked on it and I started playing. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's kinda cool. I like that part. Anyway. Yeah, no, it's got some some neat promise. It's mm-hmm. still the only thing that really gets me is if it goes spending away seventy dollars. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I mean that's that's yeah. one part, but I'm just still like yeah. the the idea of spending seventy dollars on a game because that's what what PGA twenty twenty one is going to be sixty or whatever. Yeah, and not having giant mega corporation deliver on their promise, and I can't. Yeah, yeah take my my game and go do something else with that. that's really my big thing is right. but i get the yes to ryan's point like it's the forever console i didn't have to buy the console these were things I, I didn't have to invest in and when you think about it from that perspective as long as you break even with your enjoyment at 600 dollars, that's really what the mm-hmm. console investment is and you didn't even have to buy all those games right. so you're not having to worry about going to gamestop or selling them back through amazon or you know let's go or something like that um, so that's kind of it's an interesting perspective. I'd like to hear everybody's uh, comments on this a couple months later because, like, I'm I'm digging the idea of the on the other side. I like the X, like the X Cloud or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. because uh, you know it's a hundred games that are currently available. I think when it's actually out, it's only like twenty right now, and it's going to be eighty to a to I think almost all of them by the time it's hitting prime time in September. But I, I can stomach the fifteen dollars a month, you know, that Netflix subscription of a buffet that's ever changing, mm-hmm. because like I didn't buy in on it. You know what I mean? It's like I didn't have to go and and pay the full price for Pillars of Eternity. I mean, Pillars of Eternity is a bad example, but uh, the Outer Worlds. I didn't pay sixty dollars for the Outer Worlds, but I played it day one, preloaded, beat the game, uninstalled it. And didn't spend sixty dollars yeah, getting it because yeah. I got to play it through Game Pass. Right. And it never took up any digital space or physical space in your life. Well, it did take up digital well, space. Up, right, let me correct that. But it didn't take up your hard drive. Oh no, I guess Game Pass it would have. It right? is. Okay, oh, so yeah, I'm thinking it still load, takes up. You have to load it, right? But it, yeah, but it's one of those like you know, it's it's the old fridge analogy with the uh, Wii. I clear out the fridge every once in a while and get rid of Game Pass games because like here's like the reality of the Xbox. I don't buy games anymore. I've bought one game for Xbox. Mm-hmm. 
I take it back. I bought three games, but uh, I don't go out and buy games anymore. I just wait for them to show up on Game Pass, and if they don't show up on Game Pass, I probably don't play them. That's kind of my reality at the moment because, yeah. you know, like having subscription services, you know, Hulu, Disney Plus, Netflix, you know, it's like it's become a norm enough that I'm like, okay, I'll pay 15 bucks a month for a subscription gaming service. And I mm-hmm. think that's probably what would get me on board. Less a pro, more of a game pass, like Stadia game pass. Isn't that what pro is? I, I guess that kind of is what pro is. I mean, but it's you have just to, not but the full library. It's only a, but it's only a few games. It's like 20. I mean, like I, Right now, Mikey needs hundreds to choose from. Oh, okay. I need hundreds of games. Well, you but I also need had, day and day. You could have had if you had subscribed last month. You could have gotten Elder Scrolls Online into your pro. I, you, I got Elder Scrolls Online on you Game can Pass. Get, you can only get Orcs Must Die three on Stadia. Um, I didn't pro. like Orcs Must Die one or two. Okay, so well, <laughs> there you go. Um, I don't know what else there is. Grid. I, well, there's there's been things stuff. that stay here and there, but it's just like yeah. it'll it'll come. I hear. I get your perspective on it. I was just saying, like, if it was, you know, fifteen dollars a month, and I had you want to pay you know, more? eighty to a hundred games, mm-hmm. I pay more. Yeah, okay. I put fifteen dollars is not a. <laughs> hey guys, Google, raise the price and give more games. People will actually do it. Uh, Instead yeah. of ten dollars, I, mean, yeah, I get where you come from, Mikey. I mean, because I was expecting there to be more games. Like, I didn't realize it was this this rotation that comes in and comes out. So. You know, I would have loved to have played Elder Scrolls Online with Eugene without having to install it on my solid state. Yeah. Because it doesn't have as much space as the other drives I've got. Um, but it but, was announced well, it's that not when fair. it came on, it was it's only for a certain amount of time. Well, yeah, yeah. but now it's gone, and that yeah, sucks. So, and, and, okay. and, and it's not just that, too. But, like, yeah, it, it's well, it's know, cool. I'm going to make sure I get when we get off this call <laughs> that I claim every single game that's currently yeah, whatever's out. whatever's available currently. Just so I have it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I've gotten a lot of the other stuff on... Game Pass. That's the reason I'm like, and I got mm-hmm. dedicated hardware, and I can play it offline. That's offline, really my big yeah. thing. Yeah, you can't like, play. You can't play it on offline. Um, not that I have a data cap on anything in my right? life, but I just um, wanted to make sure. I, I was thinking, like, yeah, if I get like sports games, they usually only have a a life of a year anyway. So, you know, it's a limited uh, limited damage if it disappears all of a sudden. Yep. But also, like, cool. you well, could I'll... say, I guess you're not expecting uh, Microsoft to suddenly shut all their servers down so you can't download anything. Yeah. Right? It's Microsoft hasn't, I mean, they've done that, but they had they didn't shut down that Xbox yet. And that's currently, like, you know, I feel like the only thing Microsoft's got going for them, considering I'm not a Windows user. Yeah. So Google Google has to prove itself to be trustworthy in this case. And only time can they can, uh, you can only do it over time, right? So exactly. Yeah, so we'll have to. And see. I doubt COVID has helped out my my trust in that, considering they basically went radio silent when it was like prime time to strike. Who? We're all stuck at home. Who did? They, I mean, they gave the well Google, you know, but like coming back around, they they gave out like a I think it was like a month or two month free pro trial during quarantine. And I'm almost like, you know, that's when you gotta like pull all the aces out of your sleeve and be like, yeah, we're adding this. Probably would have gotten me on board, but they had a, they, we'll see. Yeah. They did, a, they did the, they did participate in the Borderlands 3 free weekend though, which is kind of neat. And Mikey, we could play Destiny 2 together there. 
We could. I but I can also play all the expansions on a uh, Game Pass when they add them here in a couple of weeks, and I can then play them on the Series X that I'm not going to buy. <laughs> but it's fine. I mean, I'm not here to sell anybody on Stadia. I was. I, I was. A I, very, just, I, just I it, it funny. for me. It wouldn't have. It would not game, have come into my game house if it wasn't Ultimate, a free for thing. Game Pass Ultimate. Do you need to have an Xbox first? Nope. You have PC. So Xbox and egg is Xbox and PC. But and you, but if you have an Android I, device, you have it streaming. Okay. Because I, I thought Game Pass Ultimate, you had to have both a PC and an Xbox. No. Okay. Because you can just have a PC and then you get Game Pass PC or something. I don't know. Yeah, you have Game Pass PC so, and Xbox Live. You're kind of pay, overpaying for Game Pass mm, Ultimate. Because okay. the whole point is it's PC, but console, my, and Xbox right. Live. But that's not streaming games to my PC. That's installing things onto my PC. It is installing things to your right. PC. So if I don't have a good graphics card, I'm still in the same problem. Yeah, yeah. but if you have a data cap like 80% of America. Okay, I don't have a data cap. That's really, that's, that's really my, my big <laughs> Wait, my Do you have a data cap, that, uh, Ryan? I don't. I, not, not, you know, I knock on wood. But it's not, it's one of those of not yet things, okay, but yeah, I cap. do not, you know, I don't trust... That that won't happen someday. Um, yeah, most markets. So Comcast and just about every market has a data cap of one terabyte. Uh, AT and T in most markets have a data cap of one terabyte, uh, and Charter I think is one terabyte as well. It could be lower. Uh, and then I know for a while there, AT and T was actually having it where they had like a staged, and it's you, the only times you get out of data caps is if you're on premium tier service. So like. Uh, I don't have a data cap because I have giga, like I have gigabit fiber. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had 100 meg fiber, I have a data cap. So unless I'm willing to shell out big bucks, and since I have a company that pays for a part of my internet, you know, it's like, sure, let's go. Let's mm-hmm. go all the way up. Mm-hmm. But like for a lot of people who, who, this is it's the only reason I, I bring up is like, you know, caveats with it. Like, you yeah. know, offline yeah. is still uh, something. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, if you also go to the Stadia, it tells you how much its estimated bandwidth would use per hour playing a game, mm-hmm. which is scary if you have a terabyte. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, it's like streaming Netflix at Ultra HD. Yep. Well, that's the first time I tried that. So just out of curiosity, I was on the Stadia website looking at the programs available. And yeah, I just launched a f- stinking game instantly in the browser. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, isn't it neat? It's super cool. Like, oh my God, I'm just on a Chrome browser and boom. Yeah. I, was, I was explaining to my kids like, yeah, you know, like if No Man's Sky were on Stadia and we have a, access to the subscription, you could put it on your 12-year-old computer you're using yeah. for, for, um, for, you know, online learning and you could play No Man's Sky with me. I'm like, oh, we got to do that. It's like, okay. Or a Chromebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is where like the true like, like like jaw dropping moment cheap. for me yeah. is is like wow, running this kind of stuff because you're not really running it, you're just seeing it mm-hmm. on your screen. Yep, but yeah, yeah. Or even like tablets, like that's yep. like the other big thing. Yeah. Like or your you phone, know, like Android yeah, tablets. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of neat. It's kind of neat. Anyway, um, that's enough about Stadia. I'm sure everyone is tired <laughs> of hearing about it. We'll let you know what happens in a couple months. Yeah, we'll let you know how PGA twenty and uh, NBA goes. All yeah, right, I'm be interested to know. Oh Let's, yeah, we well we saved all this money on our Verizon bill, so we'll just uh, put it all back into subscriptions. Into games, yeah, man. 
There you go. Okay. Uh, you pay that's that thirty dollars cool. for Mulan. I know that you got the controller too, Ryan. So I, I'm I'll, I'm interested to hear about that later after you use it a bit more. Yeah, a little more experience. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do our picks of the week and wrap this baby up, shall we? Heck yeah. Let's do it. All right, I'm gonna go first. Uh, my pick of the week is Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Uh, season two just came out end of July and uh, very good, very good. If you like the first season, you'll enjoy the second season. Um, great acting. It's good to know. Wonderful story. I liked it. Good to know. It we was amazing. The first season. Did you both have watched it? Yeah, I watched all of it this Sunday after it came out because <laughs> that's quarantine life. Yeah, that's what we thought we were going to do. And then we got into our pick of the week over here, which is the How to Get Away with Murder series, which is on Netflix. It's an ABC show. Just finished its run. Hot dang. Has that been a compelling just, okay, well, what happens next? What happens next? What happens next? All right. So we started it last week and we're on season four tonight. We started season four. It's, man. So yeah, quarantine life. (laughs) It's a lawyer show, but the lawyer's kind of corrupt and and does things that cause people to get you know killed and then they all try to hide it and stuff it's cool fun and mikey are you gonna break the tv cycle or are you gonna i'm I'm gonna break the tv cycle because i i left this space open expecting someone to talk about hamilton and then be like well after you guys watch hamilton you could watch about Lin-Manuel Miranda's initial venture, which is uh, We Are Freestyle Love Supreme, which is a documentary up on Hulu talking about uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's freestyle group uh, that happened in New York. It's uh, it's very cool. I've, I've basically gone down a documentary rabbit hole uh, since quarantine. So between watching Umbrella Academy, I basically watch about a documentary a week. Hmm. You know, it's what you do. That's cool. Everybody's got to learn. But this one's... Uh, it's it's cool. It's going way back, or I say way back. It's going back to the early two thousands to talk about a freestyle group that started in New York with Lin Manuel Miranda and some other people that you'll recognize from the Hamilton crew, like Christopher Jackson, uh, and I forget the producer's name, who is also the, or I think it was the, their director of Hamilton and uh, In the Heights, uh, and kind of talks about like their rise to fame via this, you know freestyle group and these shows that they would put on and it was it's really amazing it's about a, i think an hour and 45 minutes so it's it's on hulu um it's really good i, I highly recommend it could you repeat the title of it mikey please yes we are freestyle love supreme we are freestyle love supreme awesome cool yeah, we've been getting into like music documentaries lately and some of and some of the disney plus documentaries are really really well done yeah. yeah, so we've been, and the Smithsonian Channel has some great ones too, of course. I mean, that's an endless fountain of documentary style content. Uh, yeah, good stuff. I'll have to go to that next. I got HBO Max for free too, so I should uh, go down that rabbit hole. Well, we did watch Hamilton, Mikey, when it dropped. We did watch it. It was our first time seeing it. And at first, I didn't know if I was going to be my jam, or I, we didn't know if it was going to be our jam. And we made it through the first couple of, of songs and steadily became more toe tapping engrossed in it and um, I cannot get Jonathan Groff songs out of my head <laughs> since then it's so good it's super good yeah I feel like a jerk because I went I've seen it in person so it's like one of those like you know yeah. millennial like elitist things like oh well I saw you know we saw it too. In person, but like we saw it here you see in it Toronto. Well, yeah we saw it. it came to Toronto this year um, and it got shut down by the pandemic 
but we managed to go see it before we got shut down. So we saw it in February. We had tickets. For, oh, that's for, awesome! For February, yeah, that's amazing. And then by mid or late March, it was it was over. <laughs> so yeah, we just squeaked it. It will rise again. You can go see Hamilton but, again at some but, point. But it was you know it's the touring cast, so it's a different cast. Um, and this is definitely the better experience. Disney Plus. Yeah, super good. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, hey, that's a show. Hey, we did one. Yay. We did it. Yay. <laughs> we did it. We get a gold star. It's like the, we get a gold star. It's like the end of Dora. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it. Hooray. Oh, boy. That takes me back. Okay. Yeah. We'll, All right. We'll have well, to be hey, a little let's quicker. Let's uh, plug our social, our social things here. You can follow us on Twitter at GP Magic Hour Show and follow me at Gamer Parent because that's who I am. I am the Gamer Parent. Um, the OG. Uh, Ryan, you shut down Twitter, right? And Mikey saying I did. So I I'm did. not going to tell anything about your uh, Twitters. I'm on TikTok because Trump hates it. <laughs> uh, you can like us on Facebook at the Gamer Parent Network. <laughs> You can email us feedback at gamerparent.net and tune to us. Tune in on Twitch occasionally, the Magic Hour Show, when we do uh, extra live streams and stuff like that. But the best place to interact with oh, us hey, is hey, whoa, whoa, on whoa, hold up, hold up, Discord. hold up. I do still have my I have my Zoso one seven zero one Twitch still, and I actually streamed some things a oh, couple yeah. of days ago. So hit me up there, dogs. That's the best and cats of the internet. Yeah. Zoso1701 on Twitch. <laughs> okay. And then while you're there, ask ask Ryan for how to get onto our Discord, okay? Cause, right on. Because we want to see you there too. Um, thanks, Mikey. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. For joining today and oh. making this show the best return season premiere, whatever, ever. That we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. You've been listening to The Magic Hour Show. The Magic Hour Show is a production of the Game Repair Network. You download the show on iTunes, stream it on Stitcher, find the RSS link on our website, themagichour.show. I've been your host, Eugene Hua, on behalf of Ryan and Mikey. Thanks for listening.